0: Welcome to episode 20 of the Monday Morning Podcast. This morning, we recap our summer sabbatical, question whether Val Kilmer smoked cowboy killers, and dox some of our favorite listeners.
1: Welcome. Welcome back. Shamefully, we're welcoming <laughs> you back. <laughs> Uh, no, we're, d-
0: we're not ashamed we're proud no
1: we're
2: proud <laughs> we're proud of our sabbatical oh, my tail is not between my legs <laughs> it is Mm-mm.
1: flapping proudly
0: my <laughs> tail is straight out just <laughs> straight yeah mine's, w-
1: mine's wagon
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Waging, yeah. Yes. yeah yes
1: well here we are i'm a little bit rusty i'm not gonna lie oh god i'm, oh I'm the god. tin man rusty <laughs> 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 i need some I wd-40
0: I am running to CVS to get a tetanus shot after <laughs> this. I am so rusty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Suggest
0: you do the same.
1: Yeah. Wow. It has been a while. It's life-threatening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we got locked jaw. Yeah. My hands are clammy. I'm just shaking. And we're so happy to be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Happy, happy, happy to be back.
1: Uh, um. Well, I guess... I guess we should just go in we? there. Who are we? Who yeah, are we? That is—that's never been more relevant. <laughs> Who are <laughs> we? Um,
0: well, you know what? Uh, let's see if I can remember this whole thing. My <laughs> name is Harry Harry Vijay Vigo John <laughs> Jensen, um, <laughs> yes. and my daddy Doolittle, mm-hmm. died of. Well funny story actually (laughs) he he died of there was uh a little sort of nest you know a little bird's Mm. nest of cancer Mm. inside of him Mm. and then those eggs started to hatch and then while they were still hatching they got scrambled Mm. um (laughs) and they scrambled all throughout his body his hips his spine his lungs and those half scrambled half Born birds. Well this is a. I don't know where this uh, <laughs> erupted this and killed him on January fifth, twenty seventeen, and he died. He died squawking. Oh
1: uh, so wow! Just ta- as he would have wanted.
0: Oh yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's okay. <laughs> um. It's well, I'm Gabby, and hey. my hey. mom kicked the fucking can on September third, twenty sixteen. Just celebrated five years. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and how did she die? It was, you know, those fucking like magician, that magician trick where it's like the person is in the glass case and they like get split in half. <laughs> yes. But it's like mm-hmm. an illusion. <laughs> it like, mm-hmm. it just, it wasn't an illusion. She just, no. just split Snip, right snap. in two. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was cancer too. But oh shit. Th- that's <laughs> a side note, side <laughs> note. <laughs> We're suing the magician. Yeah. Um, yep.
2: it's uh
0: god sorry gabby
2: show yeah sorry about that uh i am madison and my mother died september 3rd 2016 (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness okay uh (laughs) ghost (laughs) in the building (laughs) (laughs)
1: uh uh, mom no because i'm like what how did she die on the same day as my mom
2: well it's uh, you know so she was driving. She loved this Mustang she had and uh she was driving one day home from work and she was at a an intersection and she had mm. the green mm. but another car mm-hmm. ran through the red light and T-boned her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like she sad. died of metastatic <laughs> breast <laughs> cancer. <laughs> she she wouldn't that be turns, funny yeah. if it was a T-bone car accident? <laughs> 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 but wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. We're sisters. Yeah, we're sisters. We forgot to so say <laughs> that. <laughs> we're close. Y- we're
0: Some of us are sisters.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Triplets. Yeah. Mama not moving.
1: Um. <sighs> she is static.
0: Well, s- sorry, Maddie.
1: Oh, it's okay.
0: Your mom got turned into a dripping T-bone steak.
1: did not realize
0: that.
2: Brittle bones, uh, though brittle bones. Really brittle,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, that was like probably our quickest intro. Surprisingly, yeah, we've uh, gotten yeah. efficient. Um, or we're just scared. I don't <laughs> know.
0: <laughs> we're just scared. Um. Well, so it's it's been a little it's been a little while. We took a little yes <laughs> a, a sabbatical. Yeah. Um, because we've all we've all moved in the last few months. Yes. And then we got really busy with other stuff too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh.
1: So busy. <laughs> yeah, it has Let's been see. a busy sabbatical. Yeah, no, a lot has A lot happens in five months. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Okay. Yeah.
2: Spoiler alert. It's been five. It's been damn near half a year. But. <laughs> Listen, it's not like we were on the beaches of Mykonos. Like we were We in were the in trenches, dysfunction okay? junction.
1: We were mm-hmm. <laughs> we turned oh on yeah. the dysfunction junction and we're like, let's stay here <laughs> for a while. We took a cruise oh yeah. mm-hmm. we did
2: endless highway, dysfunction junction. Um,
1: yeah. But we just wanted to give a little update on where we've been, what we've been doing, and then also we wanted to answer some lovely questions. Thank you to everyone who has came into our inbox. Um, Mm. We're so Mm -hmm. appreciative that you share (laughs) your little (laughs) stories with us. You came right into us. Thank you for coming in our big inbox. Yeah. Yeah, Thank (laughs) you for coming into our big, Um, big inbox. Yeah. Could have said that differently, but I didn't. Um, Mm. (laughs) Podcast, you know, it's live. But, yeah. So, we're going to answer those. And, Yeah. No topic today. And some bitches. of them have been just <laughs>
2: steeping in our inbox.
1: They've been steeping and stooping. <laughs> and I'm so sorry to those of you who have been waiting to hear from us. Yeah.
0: Do, do you ever like make a cup of like black tea and then you put the tea bag in and then it just starts to turn into like mud water and <laughs> then you come back to the tea and it's cold. Oh yeah. That's that that's that's what's going on is we have some motor oil yeah. uh, tea. <laughs> Uh, level tea bags. <laughs> have just been waiting. So, so thank you for those. Yeah. Um, let's see. I guess we, we we got some some DPC related updates. I finally did s- sell my my father's house. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So that's there's a nice new platonic family living in there, and platonic they don't know about. that. <laughs> al- <laughs> <Love> <laughs> that. <laughs> they, d- they don't wait, but platonic <laughs> nuclear. I hope the family's <laughs> platonic. There's a sex, a sex family <laughs> living in there, an erotic <laughs> <laughs> nuclear, explosion. home now. <laughs> yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of uh, misanthropes, and that's not the word I'm looking for. <laughs> sex fiends. <laughs> uh, um, it's a brothel. Uh, it's yeah. a brothel. <laughs> um, in the middle of Saint I Louis
1: Park,
2: Minnesota. Okay. St. Louis Park, Dox. Minnesota. Oh. Yeah. Let's <laughs> I am
0: dogs. <laughs> well, I, I say my whole name you every do, time. You do, yeah. I'm, I would love to get doxed. It would be a <laughs> good sign for the podcast if we had stalkers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be an um,
1: honor. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, I sold. We sold it. There's a yeah, family living in there, nuclear, platonic. and oh. um.
2: You did it, Joe.
0: And now I am in uh, Chicago, Illinois.
2: The Woo-hoo. one and only.
0: And uh, that that feels good. I uh, I guess I finally joined your ranks after so long of not not having really a home base to speak of at all. Mm. You know. God is <laughs> welcome. <just> go. <laughs>
2: nice out here. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, no go. man's <laughs> land.
0: It's great. Yeah. it's Still just a parent sort of skulking somewhere, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> not ag- not exactly. You know. I don't have a locker there or anything, mm. you know. It's <laughs> not my home gym.
2: Oh God, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Why would you? No, Why we have ya? like all of our stuff in a storage unit. I have no idea where it is.
1: Yeah, that's our locker. It's yeah, a storage it works, like, <laughs> locker. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it in?
0: New- is it in New York? Not to dox you.
2: No, no, it's no, no. It's
1: our dad's
2: storage (laughs) so yeah
1: the last of our things that our dad has are just rotting away in a storage unit in minnesota and we're we've been avoiding getting them for about three years yeah um nice yep but you know i think clearly i can live without these items it's just like yearbooks and shit and i'm like maybe they can just dust and like someone will like like on uh that fucking pawn show where they open the lockers Storage Wars. Storage Someone I was wars. say "Pon oh. Stars. S- storage um. Wars. In like 70 years, someone's going to open that fucking rusty locker and be like, now this is a sexy yearbook. Really? <laughs>
2: <like> Hopkins <laughs> High School <laughs> class of 2013. Okay, wh- oh, God. Jesus oh. Christ, you're <laughs> doxing left. Okay, to you know what? It's not that hard to find <laughs> information on people on the internet, okay? All I they know. need to know is
1: our names. They could. They don't need to know our fucking alma mater. A little
2: Google goes a long way. (laughs) Hey,
1: I'm proud to be a royal.
2: (laughs) God (laughs) damn it.
0: (laughs) Total non sequitur, but one time I bought a table from a guy who um, would buy up storage lockers from people who had died. You know, they would auction them off. And (laughs) I I went out to his house in Oregon City um, when I lived in Portland, and he was telling me about it, and he's like, yeah, last week I found a couple guns in uh, <laughs> a storage locker I bought. No one knows.
2: Oh, God. Except, except you. I was like,
0: I'll just take the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not going to tell anyone about the guns. No. You can, no. <laughs> just, you can let me go. Secret safe with
2: <laughs> me. <laughs> They're like, uh, here's all my cash. Just take. I don't even know That's how much it is, but I'm going to get out of here. That's
0: but I was I was determined not to end up on what is it, Storage Wars? Is that weird? T- yeah. Yeah. So I have everything with me, and I thought that that would be so relieving. But it's like uh, it's like carrying around a ball. Bo- I just still have so much stupid stuff. I thought yeah. I would get rid of it all, but I have I have like a whole marble chess set without the board.
2: <laughs> oh God! Y- nice. You know. <laughs>
0: And I have, yeah, I have my uh, like unsigned yearbooks, which you, s- which you signed, Gabby. Did I, I say hags? Ha- I think you did say hags. Yeah,
1: yeah. Have a good summer, obviously. <laughs> Hack ass. Yeah.
0: Have a good summer. Have a um, kick
1: ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, I thought it would be like I'm like finally totally on my own. I'd be like I'm free, you know. This is this is the beginning of a new journey. Yeah. But uh, instead, I'm like, oh, what if something goes wrong? Uh, As soon as I got rid of the house, I was like, and then we had the hottest fucking summer ever. I was like, I, I should have kept the climate change compound. Uh -uh. That would have (laughs) been, that would have been a good idea. (laughs)
2: Uh. What hot American summer? Yeah. Oh, oh, now people know we live in America. Oh God, getting doxxed. Oh oh, 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 Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, Uh Yeah, that is. It's funny because you always think it's gonna be a fresh start and then somehow mm. you are not relieved of the <laughs> the weight um literal and spiritual
1: um and then you're like oh it's still me it's still little yeah. old me in this little old carcass
2: mm-hmm. but
1: we're we're rocking and rolling harry chicago hell yeah harry is in chicago.
0: hell yeah well do you do you find it you know uh relieving not to or like to have i guess you don't have all your stuff in one place but you're like in new york now and you have been for at least a couple weeks if i'm following (laughs) yeah following you correctly but does it it feel nice to have every like your whole life in new york and like sort of not so much in minneapolis anymore
1: totally uh yeah yeah because we (laughs) so we flew here three years back with three suitcases each And then we shipped Mm -hmm. like one box each of things to us. So we had like, we started completely fresh besides the storage unit, rotting materials. Um, So we've just like created new clutter and stupid objects here, I think. But like, yeah, we didn't like drag all of our other shit so much.
2: Yeah, no, it's really nice. I love it. I absolutely love having my whole life in New York City. It was nice to start from the ground up, um, even though we do have those boxes looming in daddy's uh, storage <laughs> space. But <laughs> it'll be nice to get those back. Um, easy to put off, though, as we've been doing it <laughs> for so well years, for yeah. the past three years. But
1: Excelling in that.
2: Yeah, I mean, part of my summer, I went back to Minneapolis. and
1: We both did. Well, you went twice. Oh
2: yeah. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. I know. There's
1: really been a lot that actually that's happened. I mean, (laughs) I kind of
2: just want to give the hallmarks of my summer. um, Boom. The targmarts, if you will. Go off. All right. Uh, Okay. So yeah, I guess we visited Minneapolis. That was in June. Um, (laughs) June was stressful (laughs) for Mad Dog. Uh, I, I my unemployment stopped really suddenly and unexpectedly um just kind of got karate chopped off the government teat um (laughs) (laughs) and it was a shock and Mm -hmm. whenever i find myself in a place of financial instability like and how that translates to me is like i don't have an active form of income i go into scarcity mode which some other trauma babies might be familiar with it's very rooted in uh you know childhood um But yeah, scarcity mode. So like June was just full of scarcity mode for me, which is like cyclical thoughts of like all day, every day. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go broke. What am I doing? No one's ever going to hire me. Like uh, every second that passes, I'm losing more money. Uh, I should sell my body for money. I I could fuck for money. Like I'm good at that. Uh, That could maybe be a a profession for me. Well, there's a brothel
0: opening up in St. Louis Park. Yeah, shit.
2: Um... (laughs) if only uh but yeah so i was basically freaking out all of june um <laughs> and then uh but honestly i mean the summer in new york city is so beautiful it's like my favorite time of year um see
1: now we differ on that topic i know but it's I not love beautiful it. i love it's 90 degrees 90 percent humidity for five months that's what it is and i just
2: i eat that shit up for breakfast lunch and dinner okay but anyways let me finish my june okay Uh, And I was looking for an apartment at the same time, which is like a fucking uh, extremely expensive undertaking in New York City. Uh, And it's hard to get an apartment without a job. Uh, Doesn't look (laughs) great. Doesn't look great. Mm -hmm. Um, But luckily, I am well-versed in Photoshop. um, So,
1: okay. Well, not to incriminate (laughs) myself, but uh, we can fudge some numbers. (laughs) Let's just say. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> She's kidding. Is
2: my landlord uh, listening to this? Um,
1: she <laughs> is kidding. I
2: have a job now. See, so everything turned around in July. Got a job. I'm now a corporate maiden. Got an apartment. Mm. Very grateful for both of these things. I turned 26 in July, too. Hell yeah. 26 years Hell young. Yeah. Uh, youth is a state of mind. Uh, <laughs> and my boyfriend and I have the same birthday, which is fun. So we uh, we uh, both, you know, celebrated a birthday on the same day. Yeah. Um, August, I had a total spiral meltdown. (laughs) This is related to the grief. Uh, I watched Val Kilmer's documentary on Amazon Prime, if anyone (laughs) knows who (laughs) Val Kilmer is. Uh, Mm, Okay, good. Actor.
0: Okay, yeah. He
2: was, like, big in the 80s. I think he was in, like, Top Gun. I don't know. You're Right. Came out with a fucking documentary because he was diagnosed with throat cancer, like, a decade ago, and he beat it, but now, like, he can't talk. He, like, talks out of a hole in his throat. And I spiraled so hard because it was extremely triggering. Like, just seeing kind of his struggles with cancer and the aftermath and, like, just how physical it is. It was fucking depressing. And, yeah, it sent me into, like, a two- to three-week grief down, like, really complex grief happening. A lot of memories about my mom. uh, A lot of anger I felt towards my mom, which isn't super common for me. And uh, it was all kind of leading up to her five-year death's giving, um, on September 3rd. Uh, but yeah, I think it was like the longest period of like heavy grieving that I had experienced since like maybe the first year of her death. And it was just really intense. Um,
0: what, what was it? Was it like smoke, smoking related or like, what was the, what, what was the sort of focal point there? Just seeing someone who was going through cancer in that way.
2: Yeah, it wasn't smoking related, but I did Google afterwards because I was like, Jesus Christ, am I going to get throat cancer? I was like, did Val Kilmer smoke? Um, I think he did smoke, (laughs) but um (laughs) 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 so things are looking up for us. I think Uh he did smoke every one. Like, it didn't say that he was a smoker. They didn't touch on that at all. It wasn't a smoking thing. It was just like there was, it was really like, hard to see, because, like, the documentary, like, spanned, like, his whole life, like, back when he was a child, because he had been taking, like, footage, like, film of himself, like, always carrying a video camera around with him ever since he was a little boy, so, like, you saw the transition of, like, him when he was young, like, before cancer, and, like, how just full of life he was, and how much, like, zhuzh he had, and, like, just very passionate, and then, like, how drastically different he was after the cancer, like, just kind of seeing, like, the life get sucked out of someone, and, like, I think that was the biggest part for me that was triggering, because it just reminded me so much of my mom, who was, like, her whole life, lived life, like, super hard, you know, like, she did everything, like, super big, like, if she was, you know, gonna do something, like, she went all the way, and, um, just had a lust for life and that really changed when she got cancer, you know, like it just, it was so fucking sad to see her have to adjust to this like new life and body that she was living in. um, Right. And just like kind of like a ghost of herself. So that was the main thing where I was just like, Oh my God, I forgot like how, how, uh, I don't know, hard that was to watch for me. Um, I think that was one of the hardest parts of her being sick, like just watching her, I don't know in this like sh- she was like a shell of herself it was just sad so that was my August and then <laughs> th- and then September 3rd hit and I was like well I don't feel a fucking thing um oh because I <laughs> spent like two to three weeks just like crying all the time but I did r- realize that I forgot the sound of my mom's laugh I don't know what yeah, her laugh we was like I'm confused
1: we experienced that together yeah. on the anniversary we were both like uh, <laughs> like I was like if I heard a video of it I would know it but then I was like <sighs> it was like raspy and there was like a hoot kind of situation but I think we just like made that up we, we started just making things up no there was a hoot. well a little bit we were like wouldn't it just be funny if we just made up like our mom's identity as we forget her and we're just like we were talking about this. Wouldn't how that be fucking we're gonna hilarious? we're gonna say like our parents had like peg legs and hooks, and <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> just like crazy shit. I don't know. Yeah, keep it keep it fun. Harry's Captain dad had a hook for right? yeah. a hand. Our mm-hmm. mom had a peg leg. Yeah, and she would always say, "Arg."
0: <laughs> yeah, my dad had a hook for a hand and a big blue beard,
1: and a parrot, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, and and a parrot and a parrot that would that would that would just. Uh, That had cancer as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) pretty (laughs) tragic. My (laughs) mom was
1: always searching for that booty. She was like, "Where Mm. is that? Where's that treasure? You know, where's that that treasure?"
2: Yeah, and we said that when we were bad, she would take her wooden peg leg (laughs) off and beat us with it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, she would spank us. Still a complicated childhood. Yeah, yeah, it's really complicated. On
1: the ship, of course, on the pirate ship we grew up on. Okay, Um, well, I
2: feel like I just like. Dished out my whole summer. September was fine. I don't know. There's nothing to say.
1: There you go. Well, what is my update? Oh. I don't even know where to yeah. start. Um Gapster. I started therapy shortly after we took our sabbatical <laughs> back we in went May. Fucking A-Wall. Um, so this is my third time going to therapy. It's really probably the best experience I've had so far, which is great. Um Ooh-hoo. Like Third time's the charm. May to June, I was dealing with a chronic injury. I somehow just like completely busted my collarbone in my sleep. Like I woke up and I was like, "I'm having a heart attack." Turns out my collarbone was just popped out. Um, sorry, scary, but mm. so that was fun. And then in June, what Maddie conveniently didn't say is we saw our dad <laughs> for the first time in two years, which was. Oh that old thing That was interesting Went better than expected Now in Somewhat Consistent communication With him Boundaries Yes Boundaries up and down But um, Mm.
2: Oh up down all around that's
1: great uh what else yeah maddie and i aren't roommates anymore if that wasn't obvious as well
2: wow i forgot so much there was she a lot of change <laughs> this summer okay a
1: lot of change a lot of change um, a lot of change. big time change maddie moved in with her boyfriend i moved in with <coughs> one of my best friends and it was really stressful finding an apartment found an apartment about two days before my lease was up so i was in a housing crisis as well a little bit uh, nothing like a fun crisis summer
2: <laughs> um, an 11th mm-hmm. hour crisis yeah, crunch time It was time. really
1: fun um then i got covid uh so <laughs> in august got yeah i was getting whooped by the peg mm-hmm. leg this summer mm-hmm. i'm not gonna <laughs> lie um got covid the day before my roommate was supposed to move in no the day of um so she had to skirt turn the car around and Delta got me. Delta got me good. I'm mm, fully vaxxed. Mm-hmm. Got it from my coworker who's fully vaxxed. So wear your fucking masks. Delta is out here running rampant. This um, bitch breaking through. She is breaking through. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. But the it was very difficult to go back into quarantine since I was alone in my apartment. Like, mm-hmm. it was, oh my God. Like, going in the first time, I feel like we were all, like, shocked. But it's like, what is this? But then like this going back, I was like, no, I don't want to go back here. (laughs) Don't fucking make me do it. And like it was agonizing being alone (laughs) with my COVID thoughts for like 10 days. It was like I felt like I was coming out of Jumanji after that. Like I I really felt like I missed like 10 years of society. Like I was like, I don't even know like what's going on. There's like flying cars. Like it felt really jarring. Can't even taste the cigarette smoke. Uh, couldn't even taste cigarette. Mm. I smoked through COVID. Uh, I mean, what? who are we kidding? If anything, I, w- I was smoking it's more. Not like you're
2: pregnant. Um, Why wouldn't you?
1: No, but also... Weren't,
0: weren't people saying for a while that, like, the tar from cigarettes protects you from COVID I feel or like something. you made that up.
1: Uh, I feel like you were saying that. <laughs>
0: uh, l- listen, some, I, from a very reliable source <laughs> who I can't name, I won't dox. <laughs> I, I think it's true. <laughs>
1: i'll subscribe to that Fuck it. i didn't really have a cough or anything or like breathing difficulties so like i could smoke through it um but i couldn't smell cigarettes which is the most pungent fucking smell it was so jarring to be like did i even just smoke like it was like i knew i smelled like shit like i was like there's smoke all over my hands and clothes but i was like i smell fresh as a fucking daisy um,
2: like, my fingers don't mm. even smell like tar and ashtray. Uh, yeah.
1: Usually I would just walk around smelling like an ashtray. If you want to know a little bit about me. Um, mm. <laughs> but <laughs> then what else happened? Yeah. September 3rd rolled around five years. Wake Actually, me up. I thought it then was September the easiest anniversary, which was surprising. Uh, four years was kind of hard. Mm. Five, I thought was going to be hard because it's like the first milestone. But then it was actually kind of – it's, like, this weird thing where it's, like, it's bitter because, like, she's never been gone so long. But then, like, it's also, like, kind of sweet because I'm, like, okay, but I've never been more, like, moved on from it at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this weird push and pull where I'm, like – You could say it's sweet and bitter. Bitter and, bitter and sweet. sweet. yeah, um, Yeah. But I did That's have a sweet. slight spiral about thinking – about the 10-year anniversary. Because I was like, wait, I'm only going to be 27. And I don't know why that like really hit me. But I was just like, I won't even be fucking 30. And this bitch will be have been gone for a decade. But yeah. anyway, we might Oof. the planet might explode before then. Anyway. <laughs> so mm-hmm. cheers to that. Um, yeah. Newest update. To wrap this up. I got diagnosed babies i got diagnosed with adhd the other week and i think i've mentioned thinking i have adhd on this podcast many times uh-huh. when i go off on a fucking tangent out of nowhere and it's confirmed i have moderate inattentive adhd which actually relates to a question that we might get into later
2: oh um, shit
1: but yeah so just vibing out with that a lot There's a lot of awareness coming up that I'm like, oh, my God, these things that I just thought were my quirky little personality are actually symptoms. Um, (laughs) They're Mm. definitely symptoms. Um, And I've never been more aware of how scattered I am day to day. Like, I'll try and do a task. And then, like, as I'm starting to do that task, I'll think of 18 other tasks I should do. And it's just overwhelming. But also a little bit of, like, mommy, Mama not moving came up with that because I was like, could my parents have found this out and like helped me out uh-huh. um, earlier? But Never. Alas, we're our parents now. Eh. Uh, let's be real. <laughs> we're we our were our the yeah. parents <laughs> when we were
2: children. There was a mm. major, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's mine. We didn't even get to
2: enjoy our childhoods, man. We spend our childhoods being parents and then we spend our like adulthood like, Trying to reconnect being with babies. the child, man. Yeah,
1: being big babies. Being, being big, being big babies. babies. So that was just hitting the bullet points. Um, <laughs> but knowledge boom. is power. It is. That is with your is diagnosis. Knowledge is power
0: and bullet points are loaded. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, you know I I think it was also just it was a weird it was a weird summer because, you know, it's just so stressful with you know, like, natural disasters and, yes. like, climate oh change God. and shit like that. Just getting and, spanked um, by
2: hurricanes and shit. Yeah.
0: that's. I think that's weird for, like, I don't know, for, like, moving and grief and everything. Because, uh, you know, yeah, you think about things like a 10-year anniversary. Or you're like, oh, am I going to live to be as long as my father? And then the mm. news is like, no. <laughs> no, no, you're not. No. But for a totally different <laughs> way. Yeah. Totally different reasons. I know I've been thinking about like uh, it's like oh I shouldn't smoke because I'll get cancer and die, but I'm like you know what <laughs> I don't want to live I don't want to live to be eighty. That's gonna be a, a horrible world to live in. Yeah. So. yeah, you're gonna have
1: leather skin from the fucking sun before you get cancer. Yeah. Like it's I'm it's not I'm looking
0: great. Right. Yeah, a big baseball glove colored melanoma. Yeah, you know, yeah, by exactly. By fifty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: climate change has been real this summer. Like. I feel like it ramped up. Like, I don't know. Like the heat got turned on high all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, like in the Atlantic, the, it's been like a record breaking fucking hurricane, tropical storm season in New Uh York, like all the floods. Like it's been really, it just shows you like how easily shit could just get completely wrecked. Like if a hurricane Mm -hmm. actually hit New York, like, I mean, like there would be like no chance. Like, I don't know. I think we're only like 30 feet above sea level or something, I heard, which I'm like, that's not a lot. That's not a lot of feet. <laughs> that's like a small mm-hmm. little ladder. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't uh-huh. like it. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, climate anxiety has been real for me. Climate change is real. But ugh, it's fine. I'm trying to channel it into like something productive where I'm like, but now it's kinda turning into like this weird mania where I'm like, I need to see everything, man. I need to see the Redwoods, man. Like they're gonna fucking uh-huh. burn down. Yo, like I gotta see all the like I gotta see all the mountains before it's like rubble. And gotta
0: go to China. Yeah, I don't know if that's Fukushima.
1: But like now it's like motivating me to be like, I need to see it all before it's fucking ash and dust. Like Yeah. <laughs> so that's my new I think we have time i think we
2: have yeah yeah no we have at
1: least six years for sure
0: <laughs> yeah there's a big clock in new york that's telling <laughs> us what's going on yeah, so that, that that's gonna work out for us
2: Doom clock. okay it's all just like m- hysteria tactics i feel i mean i'm not saying we're like set up for success here but like i don't think like in the next 10 we're but gonna
1: i don't think it is because actually like science is biased like science generally leans towards like conservative views like where it's like like they'll give like less of a they'll round down sometimes where it's like okay like because now they're saying they're like we'll hit we'll for sure hit 1.5 degrees celsius and then like maybe two but i'm like really because i feel like we're cruising to like two and a half. Like I don't think
2: it's just like what know. doctors do when they know their patient's gonna die. They usually give more time than the patient actually has. Like if the patient has yeah. a year, they'll be like, "You could potentially live for five years," and they just like
1: strategically leave out like the one year. I learned that um when I majored in psychology like at the Ooh. university. I don't. I feel like we should not be using like fucking psychological tactics it's like just say like it's over we're burning <laughs> <Like> <laughs>
2: just say what you mean be a new yorker about it i don't
1: know anyway. oh that's one thing about minneapolis we, we, people we are, are so we are
2: passive <laughs> aggressive i don't know where this <laughs> in, tangent in came from but for the love of god i feel like the god. most jaded bitch when i go back there people are like oh how are you i'm like can i get my coffee please i didn't come to talk I came to fuel. <laughs> okay. I
0: came to visit the St. Louis Park brothel on that, <laughs>
1: yeah. that. Like, oh, what can we do for you? <laughs> well, okay. We I, have three I love this okay.
0: podcast. Because we just step way out of our wheelhouse all the <laughs> time. We're yeah, like, we're yeah. Like yeah. Like yeah, we're yeah. like, yeah. like <laughs> We're like, dude, they're conservative, they don't know
1: No, I'm thinking know, one point five saying, Celsius. Um <laughs> I'm not saying that they're like conservative. I'm just saying like you get what I mean. Like, they're not gonna like be like oh shit guys we fucked up like it's happening they're gonna be like well you know like it could Mm -hmm. go that way or i don't trust nobody
2: i don't trust i'm not gonna a speak out of
1: my wheelhouse again (laughs) get in the wheelhouse damn (laughs) it
0: it's so frustrating to not understand science in any kind of way (laughs) i'm like i just read headlines and i read like half a headline i'm like World doomed. And I'm like, ah, if if I could figure out <laughs> something, if the ocean was hot, then there'd be less. ice and I that that's as far as I get. Yeah. I I don't, I don't know what any of it means. But yeah, th- the reason I yeah I brought that up is like it's uh it 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 it. it I think it, I don't know. It interacts with grief in a weird way because I'm like I already have this prevailing sense of doom, uh-huh. and then when like the news corroborates it. Yeah. I think that it's like a little bit like compounding. Oh
2: totally. Yeah. You know? Totally. Yes. A hundred percent. I agree completely. Yeah. No, mortality is constantly on our brains. I feel. And then, yeah. When, with natural disasters, it's like, uh, okay. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> so yeah. No, I don't need more reasons to feel hopeless. Like uh, mm. truly. I'm like, ah, God, Nothing a fucking depresso wants to hear less than, like, no, it actually is hopeless, though. You're right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like
2: yeah, it's fucking I know we're a couple
0: beats ahead.
1: Yeah. We're really fun. <laughs> We've had a great We summer. are really fun. <laughs> okay, should we're we segue? Up? Yeah, let's segue. Yeah. Segway? We got our
0: tetanus shots in. Yeah. You know, we... we oh. Poked our hands on the, the rusty uh, rocketing roller coaster and Yeah, Dude, I'm like one of those ready.
2: balloons outside of a car dealership just like <laughs> waving you guys know what I'm talking uh-huh. about. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, I do.
1: Inflatable you know, yeah. tube man. <laughs> <Yeah>. Inflatable <laughs> <laughs> so man. Inflatable, yeah, it's yes. not really a balloon.
2: Questions, questions,
0: questions, 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 questions answers, 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 answers,
1: answers, questions, answers, Well actually we're throwing it back to one of our first segments. Questions, 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 answers, except except now we actually have questions that aren't just from our peers. Yeah, (laughs) we were lying to you. Uh, Those were
2: all of the questions (laughs) we've previously answered were made by (laughs) us. Or our friends. Or our friends. Or our friends. (laughs) But these are from Real
1: Grief Babies, so thank you for submitting. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read the first one. So okay, I
2: asked if I should read them. Oh. No one answered me. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you take you? it away.
1: Oh, okay, I like your. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, this one's from Lindy. Sometimes I think my friends forget that I lost my dad a few months ago, and I'm living through mm-hmm. hell every day. How do I remind them without seeming to be self-centered? I don't want to. F- I don't want them to feel like I'm trying to be poor me. But it's exhausting not talking about it because I'm constantly thinking about my dad. And it's hard trying to pretend everything is okay so I don't bring down the mood. And then we have a second comment from Gail that kind of relates to this. Gail said, I'm 34, acting like 16, when my dad recently passed away June 15th because of non-alcoholic type of liver cancer. Your podcast is my comfort from workmates who tell me to move on insensitively. So. Oh, mm. well, thanks, Gail and Lindy. Yeah, yeah. thank uh, you, Gail and Lindy.
0: <laughs> Well, Lindy, my strategy um, <laughs> has been uh, to just sort of push it deep down <laughs> inside until you make a, a pressurized diamond <laughs> of hatred. And then um, when you're totally not ready, uh, explode <laughs> in a drunken fit full of tears and say, you don't know, you don't know, <laughs> fuck you, you don't know. mm, um, mm, mm. I think I've really been able to communicate a lot with that, <laughs> but uh, y- you got to sort of let that one marinate for a while. Mm.
2: Yeah, yeah, you got to let the resentment really build until it's just yeah. fever pitch. Yeah,
0: until mm. you're a hateful shell of yourself, like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm.
2: Good my feelings, yeah, yep. my feelings. You don't understand. I'm
1: fucking precious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, what I would say to this is that... Sage advice, <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, sage <laughs> yeah, advice, yeah. first <laughs> of all. Um,
0: like, take that to the bank. So, Andy.
1: Gail and Lindy, I think we've all dealt with this at one point or another. I definitely felt this way being in a high school environment right after my mom died because literally no one understood. Like I was like, you're all fucking brainless 15-year-olds. <laughs> like I don't know. It was just not the... Even adults, even teachers... I found didn't understand it. I felt very angry. I feel like I was like, I pushed the angst card and I was just like, no one fucking gets me. But I think it's tough to give advice on this because the kind of solution I found is like, you kind of have to reach acceptance that like people aren't, gonna be sensitive about it like that sounds like so annoying as advice but it's like I feel like the further the like more time that goes by it's almost like okay whatever like people who actually care about you and your support system like will remember and like unfortunately most people just are unaware and like Mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like I just kind of had to reach an acceptance with that where I was like there are certain people that will remember the days like, the important days and reach out, and, like, sometimes they won't, and, like, I can't (coughs) be angry at them. I don't know.
2: Yeah, um, what I have to say is, um, you know, it really depends on your support system's, like, frame of reference, um, you know, like, what people in your support system have been through. Oftentimes, you know, people that haven't experience the death of the parent don't understand what you're going through and therefore they do not know how to support you it's yeah. just like that's just how it is like how how would you notice know s- how to support someone when you have no idea what they're experiencing um and I definitely felt this I think it was the hardest part one of the hardest parts of grieving my mom because when <laughs> my mom died like my social circle was filled with people who not only had both parents living and breathing but like both parents still happily married living in the childhood home mm-hmm. like a fucking norman rockwellian paradise and i was like i already felt like the baba black sheep of the group because i came from such a dysfunctional upbringing so it just like added to this it was like the cherry on top of my black sheep complex and yeah like i think harry and gabby both touched on i just <laughs> i just was stewing in resentment mm-hmm. like no one understands like, no one knows how to support me. And, yeah, I think you do reach acceptance. But I think what I would say is maybe give your support system the opportunity to support you through communicating with them, which definitely feels like a huge fucking burden to do that because you you because grieving is already a full-time fucking job. And it's like, why should I have to tell people how to support me? But I think a lot of people just don't know. And if you gave them, like some people need a fucking blueprint. They need like a fucking script, yeah, yeah. you know? So you could just, you know, really sensitively and emotionally and like vulnerably open up the conversation and be like, Hey, I'm living through hell every day. Don't, don't say it like this. <laughs> I'm living through hell every day. And like, it would be really helpful if you guys could support me by doing X or Y or Z or like, ask me how I'm doing more. Or, like, here are some dates that I would love for you to know. Cause like some people will show up. Some people won't. And it could be a really beautiful growing experience. Just like give them the opportunity sh- to show up for you. Because people will. And, yeah. p- and people won't, by the yeah, way. And you'll never yeah. forget the people that won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay? You'll, never, you'll never, <laughs> never fucking forget. And you'll learn something about them. Okay? Yeah. But you'll also grow with the people that do support you. And Gail, the
1: coworkers. That's coworkers,
2: tough. yeah. Um, fuck them. I don't know. Long story well, short, wh- what? Turn the
0: place down.
1: That's a hard one because, like, I felt the same way. I'm sure you guys did, too, about school. Like, it it was still this pressure to, like, do work and complete the homework. And, like, I feel like that's a similar scenario to, like, a job where it's, like, okay, but, like, you still have to do this. Like, you're here, which is, like, it's really hard to, especially with, like, how mental health is not really a factor in, like, work and school, really, where it's, like, I'm sick today. Like, I can't come in because I feel like shit. Yeah. Like mentally, but so it's like kind of a tough area. But like, I would say, I don't know, taking time off if you can, or just saying, like, yeah, like asking people to like work with you. It, it you'll never regret trying to communicate right. your feelings, even if they don't receive it right. Then it's like, okay, it's I try.
2: You'll only learn from it and grow from it. Um, yeah, because at least you kind of covered your bases and did what you could which sucks that you have to like be <laughs> like your own biggest advocate when you're like going through the hardest thing in your life probably. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just really ugh, telling you to move on insensitively. It's like, uh, I'm trying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think I'm trying also every day in my
1: fucking life? Like uh, ironically, you never do. It's forever. Right. So people it don't It will get, get
2: easier though, Gail. It will. And I think I want to touch on the 34 acting like 16, Cause I feel like that's a common thing. If like we're experiencing something traumatic, we can like revert back to like a former age, maybe when something significant happened, like, I don't know, maybe something, maybe 16 is a significant age for you. Like something maybe happened around that time or like maybe your relationship with your dad, like something, there's something there. But I think that that makes sense that you're kind of like regressing back to like a younger version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe there's something there, you know, maybe you could kind of learn something about yourself through that. But I'm so sorry for your loss as am I sorry for uh, your loss, Lindy.
1: Lindy and Gail, we're really sorry and yeah. we hope that helped.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: and I uh, yeah, just to follow up on something Maddie said about, you know, sometimes you have to advocate for yourself mm. and a- ask people to check in on you. Um yeah. A part of that is also, like, giving people permission to check in on you Mm. because they don't don't necessarily know if they have it. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because I I, I thought that, you know, no one was thinking about me because no one was asking. But there were a number of people who were, like, hyper – who were aware of, you know, that I was in a bad place or, like, suspecting I was in a bad place because my dad died. But just too – uncomfortable or unsure to ever
1: mm-hmm.
0: ask totally. and then and then if no one's asking you might think no one's thinking about it but that's not necessarily the case so yeah
1: yeah totally um
0: if you do take the step to check in with them um drunken tears or not uh <laughs> you might you might find out that more people are aware of it than you thought and just not um sure if they can actually talk to you about it so
1: yeah yeah that's such in a good in point
0: investigate our investigate. solution
1: as you can tell is talking about it as much as humanly <laughs> possible yeah. so just do that yeah <laughs> no that's yeah, such joke
0: a good aggressively. point because
2: <laughs> i feel like we're quick to like demonize people for not reaching out like we're like how fucking dare you right we're evil when really from their perspective they probably want to say something but they don't want to like trigger us or like make us uncomfortable or like they just don't know how to proceed right. because they, are, they've <laughs> they can't fathom what is happening. Um, so, yeah, good
1: point. All right. Um. Does someone want to read the next one? Anna? From Anna. Uh, okay. I am a new member of the Dead
2: Parents Club. What an exclusive membership. I am overwhelmed with the reality that I feel exactly the same way at five weeks out as I did the hour after it happened just flattened and traumatized when does it get easier and what does easier feel like
1: Ooh, Mm. (laughs) oh boy oh boy oh
2: boy it is an exclusive membership yeah free of charge that's rare these days
1: i mean right off the bat anna five weeks is nothing so like it's completely valid that you feel the same way as when it first Uh. happened because it did just happen like that's like a little over a month that's really in the grand scheme nothing like I still feel like shit five years later sometimes like some days are better than others but like you're in the in grief's wheelhouse right now oh my god like the first year is just all the firsts and like oh yeah it's a Mm -hmm. really tough learning curve like um what is when does it get easier and what does easier look like that's I feel like this (laughs) is
2: really um uh subjective I don't know.
1: Definitely subjective. It gets easier and then it doesn't. I think it's like it's so nonlinear that it's like you'll have times where you're like, wow, this is I'm feeling very like OK with this and I can live with this. And then like other days, it's like. <laughs> like, we always say, like, you'll hear a song and you'll be like, I'm rude right now.
2: <laughs> <Like> or Val <laughs> Kilmer's documentary <laughs> yeah. on Prime, Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah. Harry, any thoughts? I don't know. Uh. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. When does it get easier? Definitely not a <laughs> a timeline kind of question. Yeah. Uh, s- six, six weeks. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> not exactly Fair six cut. weeks. But I think it gets easier when you can talk about it and... Um, feel heard or where you can talk about it and it doesn't like hurt your soul (laughs) 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 maybe Mm -hmm. um but i think it does get easier i mean in my experience um like the more like you share and feel like you can communicate that story Mm. Mm -hmm. um so i think it feels like it's not the grief isn't like in control of you as much or like driving the bus. Totally. Easier feels like maybe you can access it. um, Or, you know, maybe it hits you, but you're able to recover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And it it might feel like, you know, going back to work or eating normally again or seeing Mm. your friends again or just sort of a return to a new normal hashtag new normal. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's I, I don't know. I, that's definitely a hard question. But it will definitely go on a little roller coaster. And it'll get easier and get harder. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, five five weeks is not too long. So don't don't feel don't feel bad about that. No. Um, no,
1: my yeah. God. I, d- I, I I do remember. Th- oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Maddie. What were you gonna say?
2: Well, I thought we were going round robin. No, no, no. No, you, no, you, you go. go
1: okay okay I just had a quick thing I th- just thought of something Quickie. a grief baby told me this I don't remember who but they said something along the lines of like um, not in the context of like this is when it gets easier but it was something like it was like eventually like as time goes on you kind of like smile about them more and like remember them fondly more than like gut wrenching like missing them and feeling yeah. that like void like there's kind of a shift that happens and obviously you can go back to the void for sure. But like I felt that even on the fifth anniversary that I was like more like it felt more light and I was like, okay, I'm like honoring mom today and like smiling about her rather than being like mom's fucking gone. Like, Mm. (laughs) so there's, Mm -hmm. I feel like there's kind of a shift that can happen. I don't know.
2: Ah, yes. The void. It's like a siren's call trying to lead you in. Um, uh, what I was gonna say is h- how I picture um, <laughs> like the kind of the timeline of grief, like it's like you're just kind of in the ocean and at first, the waves are coming in really intensely and very frequently, just pounding your pussy into the ground. You're tumbling <laughs> in the undertow. Rip-tine. It's fine it's Mm -hmm. a riptide and it's like you can't even get a fucking breath in because the waves are crashing in so intensely and as time goes on the waves become less frequent and less intense generally speaking sometimes intense waves do roll in but for the most part they're they're you know smaller and lighter and the undertow like finally you can breathe again you learn um, how to swim better. Yeah, so I think that's kind of how i describe it. For me, personally, first six months, extremely hard, because the grief was not only, like, psychological, but it was, like, a physical pain, like, gut-wrenching, as Gabby said, just, mm-hmm. like, in my core. I wrote about it in my journal, and I reread the passage recently, and how I described it was, like, a pain in my in the core of my body that, like, rippled out. Like, I could feel the grief in, like, my fucking fingertips – my little toesies, the tip of my clit, I could feel it everywhere. And, um, mm. <laughs> it's,
1: <laughs> it's <so> always <laughs> about a pussy. <laughs> <with
2: you. laughs> mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, men can talk about their dick and balls all the time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so,
0: Well, I, I talk about my <laughs> pussy quite a bit.
1: So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you have a VJJ. Okay. So, uh, you Where felt the felt fuck was I? You felt the grief I? on the tip oh. of your clit. Felt I think Mom that's the yes, the you. yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. My sphincter just oh, clenching okay. with mm-hmm. grief.
1: You're <laughs> 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 we're steering off the road a little bit. Okay, Does no, I'm sorry. Anna? This
2: is serious. Okay, so six months, very hard. First year, as Gabby said, uh, the first year is hands down the hardest just because, yeah, it's the f- year of first. The, things are it's the first anniversary, the birthday, whatever. But then I think just things gradually get easier. Like, they just feel more... Uh, you know what, just I'm going to stick with my wave analogy. All right. And I'm going to um just kind of um that's that's my time. But yeah, thank you for your <laughs> submission, <laughs> Anna. <laughs> so think, sorry for your loss. I think to loss.
1: summarize what everyone said, it will get easier for you at a different time than it got easier for us. And it's yeah. going to look different, but it will get easier for sure.
2: I feel like a year is a good I mean, it's not like, boom, grief gone. I defeated the grief, but like. The year is, it's a—it's f- yeah. tough to go through that first year because everything is just, it's the first, you know? Definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, on to the next. Yeah. Do you want to read it, Harry, or should we? Oh, yeah. O- All right,
0: uh, from Sherry. Uh, I'm sure you have heard or read it a thousand times. Just going to pause there. <laughs> Sherry, thank you for thinking that a thousand people would <laughs> <have started> ask <laughs> question. I'm sure you have heard or read it a thousand times, but this last week, my mom passed away unexpectedly. She was my life, my best friend. She's the only one who understands me and, quote, gets me. Recently finding out I have ADHD, it's been a double blow. I feel like my heart has been ripped out. I walk around wearing my mother's house coat, feeling like a little Norman Bates. Nice. (laughs) I have my mother's ashes, and all I want to do is take her with me everywhere I go. Is that weird? Is that normal? um i actually for the first time in my life have uh not had my father's ashes with me so that is so normal yeah uh where are they it's they're in uh they're in minnesota at my old church
1: wow didn't know yeah you always have your big shiny urn right next to you like on a leash
0: i know Mm -hmm. i do actually i do have it on a leash i I, I, I I take it on walks (laughs) I remember one year, a couple years ago, I was like, I wanted to go out to dinner with dad on his birthday, and then I, like, Googled, like, can you take human remains to a Wendy's, and I was like, yeah. this is a crazy question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Had it
2: been Googled before?
0: Uh, I, <laughs> Zero I, results. I, I, did, I, I, I didn't hit enter, because I was like, the oh. FBI is definitely yeah, going to work yeah, into
1: they're this. Yeah, s- yeah, they're raising their eyebrow at that yeah. one. Um, yeah. Sherry. So sorry to hear about your loss. First of all, mm. um, second of all, topical ADHD. I relate, and it does feel like a double blow. And I'm five years out, and it still brings up somehow. It brought up feelings about mommy, and I'm just like, I don't even know. These things don't feel like they should relate, but they do. Of um, course they do. No, I think no, no. Of course sense. they do. But I'm really sorry to hear about that. I know dealing with the diagnosis like what the fuck this kind of changes everything even though i already kn- kind of knew i had it it's it's a lot um but also i think it's totally normal that you're clinging on to like your mom's objects like we find mm-hmm. comfort in those things unfortunately we didn't if you listen to one of our episodes about clearing out our mom's closet she Mommy Pond, I think it's called, the episode's called like Mommy Pond, Her Legacy. So we didn't Mm -hmm. get a lot to cling on to, (laughs) Um, but the things I do have, I appreciate. Um, So I don't think that's weird.
2: No, yeah, I concur. I don't think it's weird at all. In fact, I find it extremely normal. You were best friends. She passed away recently. Of course, you're going to want to feel close to her, connected to her, like she's with you in some way. Mm Like, when my mom died, I took her stinky, smelly pair of red Converse, and I've been wearing them for the past five years. I actually wore them to Gabby's house today. Uh, And they're so worn out, it's basically like I'm walking barefoot, but I can't get rid of them because I feel connected to her when I wear them. Yep, Uh, They're like my most prized possession, practically. Um, And, uh, okay, so the first thing I thought of when I read your message was uh, Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton. (laughs) Okay. and that is because i'll tell you why angie is actually dpc her mom died of cancer when she was young okay side note um but they were married Angie, <laughs> angie me and Angie. <laughs> me and Angie. um we're friends uh so they were married in the 2000s or some shit i don't know but they were so passionately in, passionately in love that they wore vials of the other person's <laughs> blood around their necks like, they had necklaces Aww. of the blood, um, each other's blood that they would wear. And I, ever since I was a little girl, thought that that was so romantic. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was a beautiful gesture of, of love, you know, like, feeling close to someone, like, having someone kind of on you in a way. Um, so I thought of you because maybe, like, I don't know if you're toting mom around, how you would tote mom around if she's in a proper urn. <laughs> a Ziploc bag. I'm not sure, but perhaps if you like this idea, you could put mom into a vial or perhaps something more low key, such as a, uh, like a locket or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. So mm-hmm. yeah, full circle. That's, but w- whether you decide to do that or not, totally normal to take mom with you everywhere you go. Another, yes. have we talked about this on the pod where you can put your, the deceased ashes in, the, into in a bong? Th- no, into, ta- into tattoo ink. <laughs> That's a thing. You can get oh. you could get mom tattooed on your ass. Wow. Then she
1: would always be with you. Like,
0: oh, that's a good I was one. thinking yeah. about the
1: bong, which we never talked about. But you there is a thing where you can put someone's ashes like the glass, blow it like into like <laughs> a bong, which is so ridiculous. Oh, like people my. do it with their cat's ashes and shit. And they're just smoking, smoking that loud, smoking bag. fluffy. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Anyway, a lot of options.
0: A lot anyway, of op- and you know, I'm so sorry, Sherry. And of course, always remember that Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones snorted his dad's Mm. ashes. Did a line of that. Yeah. And I I support that. Frankly, I think Uh, it's all normal.
1: Yeah. And I love that. I think it's all
0: cool. Yeah. I think it's all good. A line of kitty litter. Yeah.
1: Fuck. All right. Next one from Cheryl. What do you do if you live in an apartment but must grieve through painting on a large canvas? Need side of barn to paint now. <laughs> anyway, I lost dad when I was pregnant with my first and only child. I grieve differently than anyone in my family. Also, what in the world do we do when our one and only surviving parent, A, moves away and B, remarries? This is al- also quite problematic in dealing with the original grief. Thank oh. you, Cheryl. Thank yeah, you
2: Cheryl. thank you, Cheryl. So sorry for your, lost, your loss. Excuse me. <laughs> Um, I say if you need to grieve by painting on a large canvas or a side of a barn, um, fucking do that. Uh, you should definitely do that. I think art is the, like, creating art, painting, drawing, whatever, is, like, one of the most beautiful forms of catharsis for me personally as a creative. Um, I actually became obsessed after my mom died with, like, drawing and painting the female form especially like pregnant bodies it was like an obsession I became very fixated on it just because of this like maternal connection that I had lost Uh, so I think that makes perfect sense um but uh yeah the surviving parent moves away and remarries Ain't that ain't <laughs> that a trip? <laughs> yeah, mm. <laughs> that's tough because it sucks. I'm so I sorry.
1: I haven't dealt with that. We didn't deal with that so much. Um, yeah,
2: I mean, unless you consider like our dad kind of like
1: like a girlfriend mentally
2: moved away. Yeah, he mentally packed up and dipped. Uh, and uh, they were on already divorced,
1: so it wasn't like yeah, our parents were already shocking. divorced. He um, did
2: have a girlfriend and. Uh,
1: yeah, but it wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, it's a little bit. He different. You didn't remarry, so
2: but I mean, I think we can relate to the like the con- the the concept though of like the remaining parent isn't able to be there for you in the yeah, way that you need right yeah. now. Like they're just kind of jetting off, living mm-hmm. their best life, and it's like, well, I'm left shattered in pieces. Yeah, uh, that's a tough
1: one. But have fun on the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I think like Bum. partially it's. It's acknowledging – I think it's important to acknowledge, like, okay, that other parent is also grieving, mm-hmm. even if it's maybe in a dysfunctional way. Yeah. Um, that's not supporting your grief. They are only human, and, like, we're obviously close to your mom, I assume. Totally. Um, so that's tough on them. It's unfortunate that it's maybe coming out in ways that aren't productive, but – definitely. I don't know. I think if it's, if it's like, I don't know if the person, the new wife, is this a wife? I don't know. The new partner is an issue. Maybe distancing yourself from the other parent if that's part of the problem. I'm not sure how to read this question. But, yeah, do whatever you need to do. If if someone's grief is holding yours back, like, don't be afraid to take a step back from that person, you know?
2: Yeah, maybe take some space. But I think it is a good point that uh they are going they are experiencing their own grief and coping to the best of their ability, which might not be great, you know. They just might not have the tools yeah. <sighs> to grieve. Yeah. So they're jumping to a to a a new partner, um, and and moving away from maybe where this traumatic thing happened. I'm not sure. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, I think with both of these, you know, I think it's uh, just, uh, you know, establishing a new way to communicate with your parent. Mm. Because when someone moves away and presumably you were living in the same town or city or whatever, it might have been a little easier to talk and got to figure out new ways to, to chat, to FaceTime or <laughs> what have you. Yeah. Um. And yeah, if they remarry, I think like also my parents were d- divorced, Um. but... Um, you know, maybe try to figure out, you could try to explore ways to still talk about your dad. Like if that's, you know, something that you're wondering about, you uh. know, if if it's still appropriate to, to talk about, you know, your other parents, former husband, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Cause there's definitely still space and I'm sure there's still grief on both sides about that, mm-hmm. but, totally. Uh, yeah. I feel I feel like a cosmopolitan editor. I'm like I oof, I don't I don't know about remarrying. <laughs> 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 not not my purview, but uh yeah, just keep keep chatting with that parent if, if that's the relationship you have and Yeah. Yeah. Um it's hard to navigate.
2: Right. I think a healthy thing to do kind of what you're saying, Harry is like figure out how you can communicate with the remaining parent, you know, like yeah. I definitely had to do that with my dad. There's a saying that's like, don't go to the hardware store for oranges. And that's what I was doing with my dad for a very long time. Like, (laughs) I was like, okay, how can I get all of this support from you that I know you can't provide me or whatever it is. And Mm -hmm. just like, you know, parsing out what I can talk to him about, what I can't talk to him about. And sometimes it sucks, but like overall, it's just a recipe for like more harmony in our relationship because you know we can still get deep but like maybe not too deep whatever um so yeah maybe figure out how you can do that with uh your parent yeah. could lead to more empathy and understanding and uh, closeness potentially
1: Totes. and
2: and
0: also uh if you ever happen to get into a fitful of drunken tears i'm mm. going to go back to the last the last drunken yep, tears different. are always they you could fit them in for any answer. Yeah, so. yeah, Drunk in yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Drunken tears. Yes. To all
1: Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh yeah. Well. That's all of our questions for right now. Oh yeah. We're glad to be back. It We're feels fucking to good. Be back. We're gonna try to be consistent. It's been. It's been five been months been. since we've been. been. Um. <laughs> but please feel free to keep submitting things. We love to hear from you. Oh um, God. You can submit at deadparentsclub.rip slash submission or just on our website mm. generally or DM us on Instagram at deadparentsclub.rip
2: or dox us and uh, or dox us. <laughs> yeah, Be sure to get in contact
1: for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Breach our wide open data. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah, we hope those answers were helpful and yeah, we'll fucking catch you later. grief We will catch you you on the flip side.
2: See you soon, or in five months. (laughs) Ciao, ciao. (laughs) Love you.
0: Bye. Okay. Bye. Crazy, crazy outro. Crazy, crazy outro. Crazy, (laughs) crazy outro. Crazy, crazy outro.